Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the Runners World Podcast with me, Rick Pearson. And me, Ben Hobson. Today we're looking at the year in running, accompanied by four of the Runners World team, Andy Dixon, Ali Ball, Kate Carter and Rachel Boswell. Welcome to the Runners World Podcast. Hello. Hello. Yeah, Thanks great to have us. you here. Yeah, <laughs> What a team. Listen to that enthusiasm in the room. Wasn't it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It must have been a really good year. <laughs> it, was an, it, was an, oh, it was an amazing year, Ben. Let's start by celebrating some of the, the highlights. Andy, let's start with you. And we've asked everyone to pick a uh, kind of global highlight and a personal highlight. But let's, let's, go, let's do global ones to start. Right. So I'm going to go with Sifan Hassan's marathon debut in London in um, April. It's in April, isn't it? I should know that. Oh, yeah, the London, six, yeah, 16 years the of London the marathon, Andy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I liked about this, I just, I mean, apart from being an absolutely incredible athlete, I mean, such rare, I mean, we can talk about her range, you know, she's 800 metres, 156, you know, mile world record holder, 5K road world record holder, and she, she comes into the marathon and she kind of, I think she's, she, there's something very relatable about the fact that she does, she's not done it kind of properly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not really, she kind of said by her own admission, she didn't train properly for it. She said she didn't practice picking up water bottles in training because of Ramadan. And she's, she's pictured uh, before the race starts in tears because she's so stressed about how it's going to go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And during the race, she, she stops twice, her hips kind of playing up. Uh, and it, and I think we've all been there, haven't we? In, mm. in races where you think, "Oh, this is gone now," but something just magical happens. She just kind of started reeling in after being like half a minute behind. She starts reeling in the the leaders and, uh, and ends up winning the race, even though she almost gets run over by a, a race motorbike <laughs> when she she kind of do, you know she veers across the road to pick up a water bottle. So. Um, you know, apart from she's an amazing athlete, but I think there's something just very charming and relatable about yeah. her. And she's just great. It's great to see her in interviews. And I think at a time when kind of athletics is struggling for kind of exposure, mm. she's the kind of dream kind of character, you know, that that's just so kind of charismatic. Yeah, that I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, but what a debut. I mean, that's. Um, it was a decent, for the ages. decent time as well, wasn't it? It wasn't like she kind of. It wasn't like it was like was it two seventeen or something she ran. It was amazing, yeah. Um, so that would be yeah. that would be my pick. I also like the all like the pre interviews as you mentioned, like the way she was completely like, oh, I'm dreading it. <laughs> like you kind of you kind of had because you you know everyone's so media trained now that's just like oh, yes training has gone very well I'm a robot and listen to my responses yeah. and she's like oh god it's gonna be awful you know and you're like oh everyone completely relates to yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly because yeah, yeah. I mean we we often think and we often kind of muse about you know are the, are the elites really different to us in marathons are they in pain do they, mm. can they just block it out and I think 
th- this was this this showed us that actually that they are <laughs> they are the same as yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. They have the same doubts. They have the same kind of stresses at, on the start line. Um, you know, they same, make the same mistake. She made make the same mistakes during the race. So it was just uh, it was good to see. They're not yeah, yeah. they're not just kind of robots who just like churn out these amazing results. Even though, yeah, as I've said, her, her talent is incredible. Oh, excellent start. Kate, you're quite a fan of Sifan Hassan, aren't you? I feel like she's your kind of your kind of runner. Yeah, I mean, she definitely, I love that she always brings the drama wherever she is. She always brings the drama and the chaos. Um, and she's always, yeah, she's always great for a quote in the, in the mix zone afterwards and everything. Um, although, um, still, still have a slight reservation over her history, <laughs> having been trained by Alberto Salazar. Yes. Um, it's always just sort of worth a little asterisk for mm. that one um, but yeah no London and then, and then of course she ran faster in um, uh, was it Chicago it was Chicago wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah. Um, so yeah yeah the range is just insane it's amazing I always wonder yeah. though like when you're that fast as a middle distance runner if you are then able to be strong enough and build your body enough to resist to, to, to cope with the long miles you must spend most of that marathon thinking God, is this slow? Yeah, this is easy, yeah. <laughs> it's like my warm-up pace. <laughs> yeah. I've heard someone say that the, the, the shoes is maybe bringing in the kind of people from middle distance, yeah. potentially, because it's kind of helping with, like, economy and efficiency. So if you're bringing in speed, actually, yeah. the shoes will help a little bit more than they might. So Yeah, and the recovery as yeah. well. Yeah. Linford Christie up next. <laughs> Watch out next what year. What a comeback. Watch out next year. What a comeback. <laughs> that, that would really Balas- be... Barcelona 92 through to LA. <laughs> That's a range, Ben. Yeah, that's um, right, who's, who are we going to pick next? You can choose. Uh, Rachel. Okay. My highlight of the year is Josh Kerr winning the 1500 metres in Budapest at the World Championships. Amazing performance, but I think the best bit about that is the fact that it's the second time that Jacob Britson <laughs> has lost to a Brit so I think that you know that in itself is is um, quite a quite a fun thing cause for celebration um, yeah, yeah okay. no, nothing against you know, the talented Inga Britson but um, but yeah Josh Kerr did an amazing run and obviously recently very recently um, ran 61.51 in San Diego for his second ever half marathon yeah yeah as you do um, so yeah I think I think Josh Kerr is one to watch you know maybe he is the next Sifan Hassan going from the 1500 <laughs> up the distance <laughs> marathon next yeah. you know, um but yeah that's that's a it was a me. great moment yeah yeah it was really good and Kate was talking about we were talking about these topics earlier and Kate made two good points well first of all the half marathon was downhill it, yeah it's not it's not a legit it's not legit course in the I mean it's still record a, sense. very fast it's, de- it's decent time isn't it? it's great time yeah and of course you know maybe if it had been a flat course he would have had a couple more minutes or something but um but the other thing was, you know, and there's been a bit of trash talk from <laughs> Kerr now uh, ahead of the Olympics. And in, t- in terms of what, like um, calling out Inga Brixen was sort of like mm-hmm. giving it a bit of like, oh, you know, this guy was ill or like pretending to be ill. Or, you know, <laughs> he said it on a different podcast, not very good podcast. Uh, and, um, Inferior podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I think it kind of raises this thing of like Whiteman beat. Inga Britson, a healthy, full fit. Well, as we, far as we know, Inga Britson, and you know, there's still this sort of like little slight sort of like. I mean, but you, hey, you, whoever, can, you can only beat who you're up against. Completely agree, and I just think it makes it even more interesting coming for the Olympics. Yeah, 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 that there's agreed, this sort yeah. of like 
sort of twist in the tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like know. the trash talk as well because I, I like a bit of middle distance trash talk. It's always <laughs> it's always the sprinters usually. It's all the yeah. kind of like you know, know jockeying in the style and giving each other you know and the some... Jamaicans versus the Americans is always there's always beef there. But it's quite fun bringing it to. I think, I think we should have more trash talk on the marathon style. Like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sledging in cricket. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're like yeah. mile twenty. Yeah. You're a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Um. Give us your highlight then, Ben. Me? Yeah. Go on then. Um, mine was Evans Chibet defending his Boston title, mm. um, which in itself was great. I, I, I like Evans. I've met him once. Oh, during your Kenyan um, yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's just, you know, my, yeah. my mate did it. Uh, no, but it was more just, I like what he was about and I just like the way he races. And he's very softly spoken and he's quite a quiet guy. And it's just a sort of like he does his proving on the race track. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like he's got all that to him. He's not trash talking. Certainly not. Right. As far yeah. as I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it was more, it was, it was, the significance was it was Kipchoge was at the start line. Yeah. And it was this whole like he's never, you know, won Boston and he's done, you know, and all, all the, he's going to do it now. This is it. And it's just another easy sort of like tick for him. And it... It wasn't. It really wasn't. And it was kind of the first time that we kind of, the, the, the crown slipped a little. Mm. And I think that that was kind of like, oh, that was significant. He wasn't quite the guy that everyone, you know, he he didn't just turn up and absolutely, and like mile 19 when um, it was Gabriel Gay, like sort of put in a put in a dig and, mm. and he just couldn't follow. And then there was a lead group and then there was Kipchoge. And you don't see that. Yeah, it will happen. It's almost like... Um I feel like his demise will be similar to like Federer's. I mean, where they almost like win a few things and it won't be like a falling off a cliff, but actually you'll be like, oh, it's suddenly a bit more beatable yeah. to it's like. But I mean, he. Are we seeing it now though? Maybe, yeah, I think so. I mean, he won Berlin, but just. Yeah. Didn't set a world record. And now you've got all these fast people coming at him. I, I do love that year. our measure of whether or not Kipchoge is, is, is slipped is because whether or not he's got faster. a world record. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, a oh, bad day, didn't get a world record. Yeah. I just think next year could be quite exciting because there's a lot of people now who are in the same realm as him. Definitely, yeah. So I think yeah, going yeah. into the Olympics, or if people choose not to do the Olympics and wow. do faster races, he yeah. might have to watch out. They're in the same realm as a fading Kipchoge. Yeah, is that fair? Shame that um, Evans Chabet's not um, in the Kenyan Olympic squad, is he? Because he's injured, isn't he? Now, yeah, Yeah, it's a shame. I'd like to hope he hasn't lost his crown, but it's going to happen. It will will absolutely happen. And you've got a new world record holder. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, you know, that in itself is significant. How old is um? 21? Well, Kelvin Kipton, he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's yeah, 21, 22, maybe? 20, yeah, he's, he's early 20s, isn't he? Uh, so, you know. How old is Kipchoge? Does anyone who know? really no. know? No, <laughs> no one's really, yeah. no one's sure. Um, Ali, give us your uh, highlight of the year. My highlight of the year is continuing from inspirational women. Um, is Tigster Seifer setting a new women's world record in the marathon distance in a time of two hours, 11 minutes and 53 seconds, amazing, which yeah. is huge. I mean, it's amazing for a few reasons. Firstly, that's two minutes, 11 seconds faster than Brigitte. Koskai's time of two hours 14 at Chicago yeah. a few years ago. Um, it also makes her the first woman to beat the two hours 14 world record. Well, break the two hours 14 barrier, two hours 13 barrier and two hours 12 barrier. Um, and it was also, of course, the racing debut of the Adi Zero Evo Pro 1, um, which yeah. is Adidas's 400 pound racing shoe. Yeah. There's a whole, a whole sweep of stuff that went yeah, on yeah, with that yeah, whole record. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think that the, the thing we were talking about this earlier is that a, a lot of these brand new shoes when they come out and we've seen it and all the rhetoric around a shoe is always that it's been validated by like a male world record or, mm. a, or, a, or, or some sort of event with Kipchoge or whatever it was. And what was really, it, this, the, 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 and this is purely circumstance, like this is coincidence or whatever circumstance, like there wasn't a male winner in that shoe and it was a female winner. But I think that it's in the whole journey of super shoes and like it's the first time Mm, that it's like it's female not, led, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Didn't Bridget Koskai run in? She was running in Nike. Yeah, but she was. But it was th- that shoe had already broken. A re- do you see what I mean? Uh, it was already, already broken that record. Big, yeah. It was like, oh, and she's done it in that shoe now. Okay. It was, it, whereas this was like this was the debut of that shoe. I yeah. don't think anyone had been wearing it for a race before that. So everything was centered around it, and it was her that mm. sort of propelled it into. Okay, they said it was good. It is actually good. Yeah. And I think just the shots of her sort of holding it above her head and kissing it at the end. Which is iconic. Which added us a very uh, adamant <laughs> it was yeah. not a marketing trust. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. She just really loved them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I do just think that shoe in itself is just so, so interesting. Yeah. £400. They just had the second release of it that the mm. public can buy oh, really? as well. Okay. Like it's, it's hard to get your hands on it. If it guarantees me a world record, I'll, 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 yeah. I'll buy a world record. Yeah. yeah. Rachel, you're a very good marathon runner. Um, I've heard people say that 2.11 for the marathon maybe is is more impressive than the kind of sub two hour for men. Could, could you put in perspective, do you think, how, how amazing a performance do you think that is? I mean, I think it's it's significant. I mean, to like knock over two minutes off the existing world record. Yeah. I think I think it is, I mean, call me biased, but I think it may actually be more impressive because you think about the men's world records and we're talking like marginal gains or like course records, like in Valencia, like this month, um, new course record by five seconds. Mm. You think five seconds, that's... Yeah. In running, that's quite a lot, even in marathon running. Mm. But when you're thinking, okay, over two minutes, like you, you sort of like count and you're like, that's... that's pretty yeah per mile you're looking at yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the yeah. elite world when you've got tons of people and this is like their job just training to do this distance yeah um so yeah i think i think it is quite significant but i i do think yeah the how much what would that have been in a different shoe yeah would have been quite interesting so yeah. it'd be interesting to see um what what a super can do again maybe yeah. like, i mean obviously she'll probably want to wear that shoe again not yeah. that exact pair because obviously it's you know oh, yeah, it's single away. use but um, no apparently not <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> see. Not. yeah yeah we'll see um they'll be like falling apart like, <laughs> like mile two um but yeah i think i think i think it is probably a more exciting space i think mm-hmm. if you if you take that sort of the the way that the trajectory of these things have gone like paula's record was absolutely like held fast for years and years and years and years and then there was that small little like ah, oh broke it and then uh, but then and like to take two and a bit minutes or whatever it was like that's yeah it's yeah yeah pretty amazing yeah yeah, yeah. but what could paula have run in super shoes yeah it's hard to yeah, say yeah you do think it's hard to say isn't yeah, it we need yeah. a time machine also it's the fact that she set such a big record based off of her last year time i think it goes to show that with the women's area it could be anyone's game a little bit mm. like you never mm. know there could be some people next year that come up and knock minutes off like she did yeah Mm. it's time for an advert hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now back to the podcast. Right, we've talked a lot about sort of elite. I haven't, marathon, done, I haven't done one yet. A marathon runners. So come on, Rick. <laughs> what's your personal highlight? But not personal highlight. But what's just to throw in? Come on, a bit of something different. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to choose Courtney Dalwater, who she's a triple crown of 100 milers. Um, so Western States, that's the end of June. Hard Rock 100 in July, about three weeks later, and then UTMB beginning of September. She won all of them. Set world uh, set records in the first two. Um, no one's ever done it. Uh, male or female and I just love the way she I think she is an individual like she, she's self she's self-trained she's always talked about as being a good laugh I always think that's maybe relative in terms of like ultra runners like people running <laughs> people running like 100 miles they're, they're not mega lols people are yeah, they, yeah. but I think she likes a beer and she's kind of um you know, she, she and she runs in uh, uh, from a kind of fashion perspective is kind of in like in basketball shorts and that kind of thing so I think she does yes. things on, on her own terms which I like um and yeah, probably went a bit more under the radar than if, say, Killian Journey did it. He's done two of those before. I think he he won Hard Rock and UTMB in the same year. Right, um, but probably because uh, people are still more fascinated in in male running. You know, there's probably still a slant towards that that probably went slightly under the radar. But I think it's amazing. Yeah, like properly that is his, amazing. historic yeah. thing. And she said. Uh, I think whenever you're given the opportunity to do something challenging and difficult, you should. Today was very, very difficult. This is after winning the UTMB, but worth it. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, definitely definitely deserving of, of making the the yeah. rostrum in this. There was yeah. a, uh, some incredible videos of, like, the crowds. Oh, I, I was there, yeah. It was like a rock star running through. I, was, I felt slightly sorry for any of the... Because, obviously, she was... I can't remember what position she was overall, but there were some men, obviously, yeah, yeah. ahead of her. And if there was a guy who was just you know, probably in about 15th position or something get running through, it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of my view of Courtney. Yeah. Thousands of people. And, and like, it's a bit like the Tour de France when yeah, you yeah. see those shots when you're just like, oh, God, someone's going to fall. Yeah. It was a bit like that. You're like, let the woman run. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you give us an insight into what it was like being at, in Chamonix for UTMP? Because I think a lot of people listening will have 
be aware of the UTMB, but not maybe not kind of how insane it is to be on the ground there. Yeah, I mean, it just turns into this kind of crazy atmosphere. It's rammed with people, you know, um, obviously because you've got a, a series of races from the sort of the, the shorter, <laughs> inverted commas, shorter ones through to the UTMB itself. So mm. you get people in town and they're supporting someone, maybe doing one of the races themselves. So there's just hundreds of people everywhere. Everyone's wearing their like gilets from their previous UTMBs. Or <laughs> it's basically like a one-upmanship of what is the hardest t-shirt you yeah, can wear yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know i ran 800 trillion miles without stopping i always wanted to i've been there a few times i really want to turn up in like a junior park run t-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the double barkley yeah, yeah 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 that'd be good um anyone that haven't made the list we were talking weren't we harvey lewis he ran 450 miles without stopping yes he did the, um backyard ultra mm. and he's like a high school teacher that's so a lot it's quite a lot isn't it uh I think a sort of from the world of running, uh, a highlight was the marathon in Mexico where a third of people <laughs> running were disqualified. Oh, yeah. So 33,000, 11,000 people were disqualified from the race for cheating. <laughs> that is not the first time it's happened at that race either. That's amazing. But, like That's amazing that people have just actively gone to the start line and gone, all right, get ready to cheat. It's like a, it's ama- amazing. No, it's like a destination for cheese. Yeah, it's great. Do you think it's That's a bit been... of a sheep scenario? Do you think people yeah, just see one person doing just... it and think, do you know what? They got the right well, idea. If, if like <laughs> everyone in front of you is going one way, you surely just like yeah, I'll go. Like, you wouldn't just go. Hang on a second. I've reckoned the course. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a good one. That um, Ali, you were talking about um, the hardest. Was it the hardest geezer? Hardest geezer. I'm just fascinated by the man. It's just it feels like he's been in Africa for. Years now, but I mean, <laughs> so he's trying to run the length, the of, length, Africa? length of Africa, yeah. and he's had his hiccups along the way. I'm pretty sure he's been robbed at gunpoint. Robbed, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's had his passport stolen, everything stolen. I think yeah. he had to fly home because of visa issues. I'm, I'm, the man's sticking with it though, isn't yeah. he? You've got yeah. to admire it. He's, he's got, he's got, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's the hardest, Andy. He's the hardest geezer. Yeah, he's got an amazing amount of like. It's a really good example of how to. So from a social media perspective of how to get people excited by because he's got like a ridiculous amount of followers yeah yeah and he's pumping out videos every day and they're all everyone every yeah. single one is more sensational yeah. than the last all you've got to do is run the length of Africa on, on foot yeah there you go it's um, easy this social media stuff isn't I it I haven't done mine yet have you not no I thought you had I just talk a lot sorry <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry do you want please yes um, <laughs> my highlights uh, so um, my highlights well, basically, I was lucky enough to be in Budapest for the World Championships in the in the, in the summer, so I got to sort of see Josh Kerwin and everything. Um, but my highlight would be Femme Cabal, um, who uh, sort of famously tripped in the uh, mixed relay, the first event that she would have mm. been in with a good chat of a medal for, um, and then sort of stacked it on the track. Really kind of quite a nasty-looking yeah. fall. Um, and, and you just imagine would have knocked the stuffing out of her confidence and whatever. Uh, but no, she got up, and then and the next event, she went, yeah, she she won gold in the 400 meter hurdles, absolutely smashed it. And then the best one, which was the last event of the whole championships, which is the 4x400 relays. Yeah. She, um, they were in, like, bronze position coming in, to the the final um, to her leg, she could takes over the baton and just runs the most incredible 400 meters I've ever seen, and the the stadium was just like not one single person went home before that last event. Every, everyone was on their feet screaming and she just I mean it was just just like she had a different gear to everybody yeah, else yeah. and she just picked them off and yeah and, and and then won gold for them it was just incredible that yeah. sort of stuff character is. that isn't it character such, yeah. such a poor and she's star, a love, she's just yeah. such a warm and lovely she's an amazing character and again like really good for athletics although can I do one more little one from the world champs yeah, yeah. which is another trash talking one so <laughs> Noah Lyles 
um, great character, won three gold medals, and then brilliantly did some trash talking. So he basically called out the so the NBA um, league uh, champions called themselves the world champions. I saw this, this and he great. was just like, "That ain't the world champion. You're literally just American. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a world champion. You guys, not so much." And it all just kicked off majorly. Yeah. Well, when American great. athletes they're going, "Sorry, America. Yeah, you're not as good as me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, that's good. Well, um, Andy, back to you. I think for a, a personal, a personal highlight of. Uh, the last year well um from a it's not really running related i mean I, I, so i became a, a dad for the second time in in um, june so uh, running has kind of been a bit sidelined for me but obviously as we know running can fit into your life whatever you want to do with it so i didn't do any races this year but obviously i just was running for headspace and to be honest to escape the house on occasion <laughs> um so that was that from a professional perspective um runners world uk turning 30 obviously yes uh, in september was a big one um i'm very proud that it's i've not been with it for that long although i've been with it for half of that time and it's quite proud that uh, it's been around so long from the days when you would enter races by sending in a, a paper application form. Yeah. We're still here, um, <laughs> evolving and growing, and growing stronger. And I think I feel like um, obviously Tonky and, and Sam, the columnists in the magazine, both uh, both finished their columns and we've replaced them with Sophie Rayworth and, and Damien Hall. So I, f I feel like two legends of, of the, the brand went but we've replaced them with with just as just as strong mm. people so mm. it, um you know I'm, I'm proud of where we're at and and where we're where we're gonna go great yeah it's good that was good wasn't it it was really good it's like you prepared or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh go on and you go rick oh uh well on the on the run as well front i thought it was, it was great doing the uh, diversity round table that was that's good. that is a podcast as well that was a proud day for the brand talking about um what's been achieved in that space and what can still be achieved. Yes. And it was sort of a bit of an honour, I think, for us two to be involved in that chat, to be yeah, sort of allowed was. into it, which yeah, was yeah. nice. Um, and then I think that my running hasn't been... I haven't been the most impressive runner in my own household this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. And, that was, and that, that's actually nice, because I think it has been, like, my running has sort of taken over the household at certain times, like pre-kids, I think. Um, but my wife Georgie ran a one thirty-five half. She took five minutes off her half marathon time. So that was actually amazing. That was actually amazing. Yeah, and I, and I saw the amount of work she put into that, um, which was more work than I'd been putting into my PB um, attempt. So actually, <laughs> I have to say that one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Oh, well done, yeah. you. Thanks, mate. That was nice. That was very <laughs> nice. Uh, Rachel. Um. Well, on the runners' world front, the highlight is joining the team of last <laughs> last <course>. week. <laughs> um, Correct answer. Yeah. Um, can't can't say much more. Yeah. Um, I guess on the personal running front, um, I ticked off two more marathon majors this year. Um, Chicago got a got a PB, so can't can't complain. Please um, tell. I think you should say your yeah. time. Actually, two fifty fifty two. Yeah. Um, Thank quality you. running yeah <laughs> quality running um, so that, that was that was great um, that was great and then uh, four weeks later um, decided to do it all again in New York um, not a PB <laughs> uh, dragged myself around managed to get a sub three um, so so yeah I'm mega though um, pleased with that yeah what a good year what an impressive year yeah how was the two back to back for you 
I mean, I mean, it was great because, you know, you get two marathons out of one training block. Mm. So, you know, two birds of one stone. Um, quite tiring. Yes. Um, but as I said, I got the most out of my Esther. So yeah. that, that was helpful. I <laughs> <laughs> um, already had some dollars lying about. That was great. Um, financial <laughs> investment. Yes. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't recommend, but they're, t- they're you know, they're amazing races. Mm. And, you know, I want to complete the majors. So. May as well, may as well bash them out if you can. Yeah, 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 100%, yeah, exactly, yeah. 100%, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kate? Um, I was trying to think about this. Uh, I've not had a great year of, of like racing or anything. Um, done some really nice races. But I was actually, this is kind of like, I guess, recency bias, but I'm literally just back from a weekend in Paris. And I went for a long run on Saturday. And it just sort of reminded me that the running is just fantastic uh, as a means of sightseeing yeah. it's just such a gift to be able to like I, I did a 12 mile run and I saw I went through the Bois de Boulogne I saw a Longchamp race course I went past Roland Garros it was a bit of like a sporting tour of Paris actually yeah, yeah. and then I ran along the Seine and I ran past the Eiffel Tower and it was just like you know, having then spent the rest of the time kind of walking around and getting the metro stuff you just see so much more when you had this gift of being able to yeah you know, do it quite quickly and still see loads. So yeah. I think it's just kind of appreciating that has been my thing this year. That's nice. Yeah. Appreciation for running is always good, isn't it? Doesn't have to be out racing. Well said. Well said, that man. Yeah, exactly. My highlight was a race. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got two. I'd say that going to, I've not mentioned this before, but I went to Kenya and... Uh, <laughs> with your mate Evan Chibet? Yeah, with, with, with old uh, Big E. And <laughs> that was amazing because I got that sort of peek behind the curtain that you kind of see when you kind of get out there and, and you get your shoes covered in the red dust and you kind of like feel really like, wow, I'm here doing this. Yeah, this yeah. is where it happens. And then you realise you can't run very far because it's altitude and you're a bit battered by it all. But that was, that was yeah... That was that was a highlight because it's kind of it it really is totally different it's a different world it's all very sort of surreal in many ways because you're mm. just sort of like this nation produces incredible talent and you're faced with you know the stark reality of what it's like to live in kenya and there's quite a lot of poverty and you've got mm. all these elite runners living in conditions which you wouldn't really consider to be an elite condition for an mm. elite athlete but they're all just doing it and they seem fine and it's a really sort of like mixed bag of like wow this is amazing but like wow this is different and you know yeah, yeah. and so that was good and then i did a race on the south downs and it was just nice to do oh this is the ultra marathon <laughs> this is my huge ultra marathon which 20, was, 27 miles which was just a marathon because <laughs> <laughs> um, we just had a really nice day and it reminded me about running with how running races with people mm. and not just being out there like Oh, I've got like me individual on my own trying to get to the far the end as quickly as I possibly can. We set off as a group of five. We didn't finish as five, but that's fine. But we set off yeah. and did the majority as a group of five and it was funny and we were laughing and it was, you know, there was that to it. Yeah, it was yeah. a race and you wanted to be as fast as you could, but it, it wasn't it wasn't absolutely all about that. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was great. Because that was like, it wasn't just a road and this was a trail race and I feel like road stuff is always time specific and tends to be and that's great all good like i'm all for people doing that yeah. but it was really nice to have that difference of just being like ha 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 like oh isn't this a jolly nice a nice time? day out yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah ali what about you oh i feel like i actually have done a lot of racing this year that's, that's a good thing the perks of being childless with no responsibilities <laughs> um i would say for me to echo ben i went to kenya in june um 
and got to run a marathon out there, which was absolutely incredible. Mm. Uh, so it was the Lewa Safari Marathon. So for context, it's to raise money for Tusk, the um, wildlife charity. Um, and everyone goes out there, everyone fundraises, and then everyone's race places go towards all the work that Tusk does out there. And you get to go out and it's sort of like a big experience. Like you see all the work that Tusk is doing in the community. And then on the last day, you run the marathon, um, which as I found out when I went out, I think they have about 1,400 people running it and only 100 do the actual marathon. So it's a two-loop course um, and everyone else does the half. So I think immediately when I got out there, I thought, what the hell am I doing? Uh, what have I let myself in for? And it was the hardest race I have ever done. It was like an hour over my normal marathon time. Um, hot, challenging at altitude, um, but so much fun. I think like Ben said too, it was so nice to do a race and not be thinking, oh, I'm trying to hit these splits. I'm trying to finish at this time. Like yeah. there were some people that I kind of bumped into on the course, would run with them for a bit, do a bit of walking. It's just totally different to anything I've ever done. And when do you get to run with like rhinos and lions nearby? I mean, thankfully didn't see any on the actual course <laughs> on the day. Um, but just like an incredible, like sort of pinch me moment. Like you'd be running like down this sort of dirt track and suddenly think, God, there's like a ranger over there because yeah, yeah. there are actually wild animals amazing. really near me. Yeah. Am amazing. Change of scenery you don't, helps, you don't get that on the big aft, do you? <laughs> you don't. You just don't. Rhinos in Hyde Park. I, I say we should bring that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a good list. What a good list. What a great, our day out in Epping, there were some wild squirrels. We could have, like, yeah. there was some real danger there. Yeah. That was, yeah. Um, well, thank you very much, everyone. Rachel, Ali, Kate and Andy for coming on the Runners World podcast talking about the year in running uh, any listeners let us know your highlights and lowlights uh, podcast at runnersworld.co.uk yeah Merry Christmas everyone oh yes we should say that I don't know when this is going out hopefully yeah. before Christmas it is Ben yeah alright great Merry Christmas <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah subscribe if you haven't already everyone yeah <laughs>
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.